This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Bottom of this hour, it's going to be Rob O'Neill. He's the guy that killed Bin Laden, uh, the former SEAL Team 6 member. He, he tweeted the night of the start of this war in Ukraine, this invasion of Ukraine, and he said, this is not an invasion. And I asked him about that. You know, what, what did he mean by that? I asked him about Zelensky. I asked him about Putin. I asked him about the ferocity of the Russian army. Is it really as big and bad as they said? Or are they suffering losses and not doing as well as we thought because they're not really that, that great an army? And, and he gives very specific details about why they're not so great. We talk about that. Uh, we get into an awful lot. In this interview, so make sure you stick around for that. I ask, is, is China is China helping? Where's China upset that Russia's doing this? Um, what's the end game? How, how does this thing end? It's it's pretty good stuff. You're going to want to hear from Rob. I love having Rob on the program. So make sure you stick around for that at the bottom of the hour. We've also got um, on this program Ed McGinnis. He used to be um, a nuclear specialist in the Department of Energy, and now he's a CEO of a nuclear company. And we talk about nuclear energy. What does it really mean? Should we, we be afraid because of Three Mile Island? Should we be afraid because of Chernobyl? We get in some really great information there as well. So make sure you stick around for all that. And then some. Plus, who just got banned from Twitter now and why? It's really stupid. And um, I, most of you have heard that Jen Psaki has COVID-19 again. Although she's double boosted. I don't know if she's triple boosted. I don't know if she's got the fourth booster. But somebody else just was announced has COVID-19. We'll get, get into that too. And again... It's the people out there pushing the vax, they're pushing the mandates, and they're the ones getting it. It's very odd on a Tuesday. <laughs> Let's go. Crazy Train Tuesday. Carrie, what's going on? How's it going? Making it happen, getting it done? Oh, yeah. That's Polo. That would be Samantha. We call her Sammy Hammy around these parts. Oh, she wants to punch somebody. Look out. Great to have you. Glad that you stopped by. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. It is like the crazy train. You know, Saki out there just, just making stuff up about the vax early on. Then they changed it. And the science changed somehow, which is not true. The political science made Oh, oh, no, calm down. What was that? You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? You're, you're done. Your, your little time to shine is over, mm. Ozzy. Anyway, so um, they came out of the box, lied that getting vaccinated or getting the shot would somehow stop COVID. You couldn't get it. And then Fauci sort of couched that by saying, well, you could sort of still carry it and you can spread it, but still the suggestion was you couldn't get it. And then, of course, we realize you can, of course, get it, and you can, of course, spread it. Now, I believe that Saki was out before, 
um, with COVID-19, because I remember her assistant press secretary up there uh, answering questions, and now she's out again with COVID-19. Jen Psaki has it for the second time, and I wish her a speedy recovery. I don't wish ill on people who politically I disagree with, um, but certainly it, it makes me wonder, why is it that those who are so vexed, those who are double and triple boosted and whatever else, are the ones that are getting it. I mean, you're hearing about a resurgence in cases in Israel, which is per capita one of the largest, the most vaccinated countries on the planet. And then we just got this one in, Carrie. What do you have? From Fox News, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton announced Tuesday she has tested positive for the coronavirus. Writing on social media, well, I've tested positive for COVID. Clinton 74 wrote in a tweet, I've got some mild cold symptoms, but am feeling fine. Clinton says she's more grateful than ever for the protection vaccines can provide against serious illness and asked her followers to get vaccinated and boosted if you haven't already. In another tweet, Clinton noted her husband, former President Bill Clinton, 75, tested negative and is also in quarantine until the household is fully in the clear. Thank God for those vaccinations, huh? She has COVID and has some symptoms and is thanking the vaccines. Uh, it's a bizarre world. It really is crazy train. It is. And she posted it on social media because social media is our new means of communication. I mean, for some people, like Carrie and Paulo, they don't necessarily communicate on social media. Sam really doesn't either. Um, I do because of my you know, hosting the show and being a public figure, it's easier to respond to more people at once, although getting away from it, and Carrie, you tell me all the time, get a, get away from it. Mm, I do, yes. But I, I still have a hard healthy. time doing it. I know. Hard time shutting it down. Um, but we're communicating that way. So now let me make this sort of segue, because she mentioned that she she put it out. And again, I don't want anything to happen have to Hillary Clinton. I just think that it's it's kind of ironic that these people that keep on getting it, announcing that they're getting it, are the ones who've been pushing the vaccination, and they're all vaccinated, and they still have it, and they still can't go to work, even though they're vaccinated. So, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know if you're a free-thinking, smart person. Most of you are. Some of you are, and I won't say your names. But um, having said that, let me make this segue to another item on social media. Carrie, did you see after Leah Thomas, who is the male... William, who says that he's Leah now a female Mm -hmm. and hasn't really changed anything and is just cleaning the clocks of all the swimmers. After that happened, there was one swimmer, I guess, who complained that because of Leah Thomas, she wasn't able to swim because she would have been the eighth swimmer. But because of Leah Thomas taking a spot of a woman, she was now number nine or something. Right, right. Then there was a reporter that went and interviewed somebody who told the story of the ninth place swimmer who was not able to swim because she was pushed out by Leah Thomas. The reporter who just asked questions and took the report and posted the video has been suspended by Twitter and Twitter is making up some odd reason as to why they suspended her. If you don't mind, uh, outline this for me because again, even if you're not on Twitter, you're not on social media, fairness is always fairness. And I believe in fairness. If you're going to ban somebody from social media, they better be out there, you know, threatening death upon somebody. And I've got an ironic twist to the Babylon Bee thing because there is somebody on Twitter threatening death every single day who still has an account. So go ahead. What do you have on this reporter? From the Daily Wire, a reporter who posted widely viewed interviews with NCAA athletes speaking out about the inclusion of biologically male transgender swimmer Leah Thomas in women's sports 
has been banned from Twitter. Savannah Hernandez told the Daily Wire on Tuesday Twitter banned her for so-called ban evasion. She made a Twitter account for her podcast after the site banned her in 2020. She said, noting she has never been given a reason for her first ban. The Daily Wire reached out to Twitter about Hernandez's ban, but did not immediately receive a response. I had a personal reporting account back in 2020, the reporter said, adding that this account had more than 122,000 followers. I was using it to do riot reporting of Black Lives Matter and Tifa, she explained. Former President Donald Trump retweeted a clip I took during his Million MAGA march. It got 10 million views. Twitter deleted my entire account and to this day still has not given me a reason. So I made my podcast account, which is what I was using to post my reporting coverage, she said, and they took it down for ban evasion. Hernandez believes what she was reporting is what really triggered the ban. Reporter Andy No showed her tweets of Antifa accounts targeting her account because I was, quote, drumming up hate of Leah Thomas. Hernandez told the Daily Wire, so I think it was more targeted, if anything. Twitter did not highlight any tweets that I was suspended for, both back in 2020 and now, she added. In one example, Hernandez interviewed a Virginia Tech swimmer who told the reporter her teammate was brought to tears after she was bumped out of the NCAA finals due to Leah Thomas's inclusion in women's swimming. Thomas, a biological male who used to compete against men, handily took first place in the women's 500-yard freestyle. She was very emotional, and it's hard to see because it's her last NCAAs. She really loves that race, and it was just heartbreaking that she put all of her efforts into it today. One of the best times she's went in a morning session and still not make it back, the Virginia Tech swimmer told Hernandez. It's hard to see someone who works every day and every night still not be able to compete against someone like that. Captioning an image of the swimmer, Hernandez slammed Twitter for its ban. All right. I believe that she went by Sav. And her name is what, Savannah? I believe so, yes, Savannah. Okay. So you, I think it was either at SAV or something like that. And um, she was banned by Twitter in 2020. Now, Twitter has a policy that if you get banned and you circumvent the ban by making a new account, then they'll ban the new account. Well, the problem is she, she made the new account two years ago and it was an account for her podcast. It wasn't for her personally. Like they have banned Marjorie Taylor Greene, but representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, that account is fine. And they haven't banned that one. So you can have more than one account. Like the Babylon Bee was banned the other day for so-called hate speech. But Seth Dillon, who is the, the boss of the Babylon Bee, still has his account. And Not the Bee still has their account and they're all affiliated. So let's break this down. She has an account that they banned for no good reason whatsoever. Maybe it's because Trump retweeted her, although he retweeted me a couple of times and I wasn't banned because of it. But I was suspended because I said hydroxychloroquine works. Um, she did reporting on Antifa, on BLM, and the violence they were bringing. I don't know what else she reported. I'm not that familiar with her entire account. But if they're not telling her we banned your account because, then that's not okay. It's not a righteous ban. And then when she dared put out this video that just has people giving their honest opinion about Leah Thomas taking a position away from an actual female, that's an issue as well. You can't just ban somebody because they're interviewing other people. It's not okay. Although all social media has done that to me when it comes to Mike Lindell, when it came to you know Dr. Urso and Dr. Malone, they banned me, demonetized me, whatever else they, they could do. Um, they were looking for a reason on this new account that she made two years ago to ban Savannah again. And they ended up doing it for no good reason. Now, here's where I want to get into it. 
even if you think that men can say they're women and we have to believe them, or women can say they're men and we have to believe them, let's say you think that. Do you think it's hate speech if I say, well, that's a man? Is that hate speech? Because that's what they're calling it. Is, it. is it hate speech if I say, Leah Thomas is a man, lived his entire life until 21 years old, as William then decided to say he's a, he's a woman and then swim against females? Is that hate speech? Carrie, you're a news anchor. Objectively, is that hate speech? No. I mean, I would think that it's a hate speech would be this person is this, that, and the other, just be discriminatory for the hell of it. Um, if you're just saying something that is true, why is that hate speech? And again, um, this guy, uh, Rachel Levine, was Richard Levine, was married, had three kids, was a man well into uh, his middle life, and then decided I'm going to be Rachel now, and you must now just accept me as Rachel. The Babylon Bee dared say, our man of the year is Rachel Levine. That's it. Is that hate speech? Of course not. It's not. It's it, it's stupid to, to suggest that it is. Hate speech is, you know, Italians are stupid because of their heritage and they're a bunch of pasta sniffers. I mean, that's kind of hateful. Or kill the blacks. That would be hateful. Kill whitey. That's hateful. It's not hateful to say Rachel Levine is, is a male. Not even a little bit. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. So banning her was not really because she did something hateful. I mean, look, if they took down everything they consider hate speech on Twitter, I might be more apt to say, yeah, I get where they're coming from. But they're not. The lead Ayatollah in Iran is on Twitter. The other day, he listed nine reasons why Israel should be blown off the, off the planet. Nine reasons why Israel should no longer exist. In other words, advocating killing millions of people who live in the country Israel. And that's okay. That's still on there. Twitter didn't take him down. But this young reporter who's out there reporting is no longer allowed. The Babylon Bee, who said Rachel Levine is our man of the year, is no longer allowed. If they were consistent, even if I disagreed with what they were doing, at least I could say, yeah, but at the end of the day, they're consistent. The Ayatollah's off there, too. But he's not. Putin is on freaking Twitter. The office of the president of Russia is a verified account on Twitter. It's still there right now. Go look. And he's invading and killing people every day. But somehow, it's hate speech or hateful to interview people about losing their spot because of a man saying he's a woman swimming against women. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. A better question might be, what can we do about it? Can we do anything about this? Or it's just going to happen every day, and I'll complain a little bit about it for a few hours, and then nobody does anything. Keep it here. Love to hear from you. Joe Pags.
All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Phone calls coming in, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Appreciate you being along for the ride. We've got Rob O'Neill at the bottom of the hour. He killed uh, Osama bin Laden over uh, in Pakistan, and uh, he's very outspoken about what's right and what's wrong with this country and freedom and liberty and so on. Um, the fact that anybody's calling Ukraine a democracy, he calls out immediately. So we'll get into all that and more. Bottom of the hour, make sure you stick around for that. Meantime, uh, keep in mind, look, if you're too tired to get through the day, you feel like you can go back to sleep, you just don't have the kind of energy that you used to, why not check out Super Beats Heart Shoes? If you haven't done it yet, really not sure why you're waiting. A lot of people who listen religiously go there and buy their heart shoes every month. And these are so great because you just take a couple in the morning as part of your morning routine going to help you with your nitric oxide production. It's going to help support a healthy lifestyle, healthy blood pressure, healthy circulation and blood flow. This is all good. And they, they combine non-GMO beets and grapeseed extract, which gives you a great flavor and also packs a really great punch. Don't rely on those energy drinks, the big caffeinated soft drinks, or even eight cups of coffee. Why not get your heart shoes, a couple of these in the morning, they taste great. I'm going to help you to get right through the day. Go right now to my part of the website, they, they, a special address just for you because you listen to my program, joelovesbeats.com. You can get up to 45% off plus free shipping. joelovesbeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. joelovesbeats.com, up to 45% off at joelovesbeats.com. Make that happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you. It is going to be uh, line two and Greg, Montana. What's going on? Hi. Well, I'm wondering about this thing with the uh, transgender man swimming with the girls. What I'm wondering about is where are the fathers of the girls? Because if I were the father of one of the girls, I would organize all the rest of the fathers and and go up and confront this piece of junk and tell him, you know what, you're a boy. And you're not swimming with our daughters. Go home. Goodbye. Well, there are a couple of things you can do, Greg, and I appreciate you, but I have to hang up because you got the, the radio loud in the background. I could hear it. Um, a couple of things that can happen here. You can confront the coach. Confronting the swimmer doesn't make any sense because he's not going to listen to you. But you confront the coach and ask, why would you let this happen? Why are you doing this? And you're now denigrating the abilities that our daughters have compared to somebody who obviously is a different gender and doing something differently. Or you tell your daughters, and you got to make sure the entire team does this, don't jump in the pool. Let this person swim all by himself. And that's it. If they want a swim team and they want people who are going to partake, you have to take a stand. And when something is this unfair, egregiously unfair, you've got to take a stand. And that stand is clear. And again, number one, Lobby to get rid of the coach who allowed this to happen. Or number two, which might be more effective, tell your daughter just don't just don't jump in. Period. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, uh, Joe in Oklahoma. Joe, less than a minute, but it's all yours. Let's go. Oh, I'm just touching base on what you said. Well, you said, how do we deal with this Twitter, uh, you know, cancellation stuff? And, yeah, I, I've never had a social media account in my life. I'm 40 years old. Don't want one. Don't need one. I want to talk to somebody. I pick up my phone. I call them. I say, hey, man, what's up? Let's go do something. He's right. like, cool. See you there. Uh, if every conservative in this country did the same thing and said, For, forget it, we're not putting up with your crap and just cancel it. I mean, cons- the Republicans got 80 million votes in the election, roughly. I mean, you take off 80 million people plus their children. The children are 70% of it. They're keeping these people in business. The kids are. Take tell your kids we're not supporting these horrible people. 
Go find something else to do. Read a book, watch TV, do whatever, play a video game, but you're not going to get on your phone and live on it and support these people and take selfies and put them all over the, the Internet. You don't even be doing it anyway. Life would be better for everyone. I can't think of a single human being can say my life is better because of social media. It's not. It's a gossip fest. It causes more breakups and relationship problems than you can shake a stick at anyway. Joe, I got you. I appreciate you. I got to run. I, I had less than a minute, but I gave you a minute, and I appreciate what you had to say, and, and very well taken. The problem is, if all Republicans and conservatives got off of social media, then all the left would do is pay attention on social media. We'd all be in trouble. Keep it here. Much more to come. Rob O'Neill on the way. This is The Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. You know him. He's the man who killed Bin Laden. He's a former SEAL Team 6 member. It's Rob O'Neill. Rob, how are you? Good to see you. I'm well, Joe. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm doing very well. First and foremost, everybody go to robertjoneal.com. Get all the books. Get the wardrobe. Get the gear. Uh, there's a brand new book out. What is it called? Uh, the book's called The Way Forward. Okay. And I wrote it with Dakota Meyer, Medal of Honor recipient, uh, Marine. Uh, excellent book. It's about, you know, it's about combat, but what do we do now? Something we all have in common is uh, time keeps ticking. What do we do now? And also, uh, if you're into audio books, he and I took the time to read it. Oh, so nice. Both of us telling both of our stories. Uh, excellent book, and we're having a lot of fun with it. And I'm already being told right now, I'm not going to give up the uh, the secret, but I've had a lot of stories where people question the validity. Uh, chapter 12 of this book, my hunting story with my friends keeping your circle tight. Okay. Some people are saying that it's so funny it can't be real. I highly recommend it. Okay, I, I suggest everybody go to the website and get that book right now. I wanted to, to, to bring you on. First and foremost, we've got another war happening somewhere. And we're always teetering on, should we do something? Should we go in? Should we, should we you know, take a side? I mean, clearly we're taking a side. Nobody should invade another country. But the first night that it looked like this was going to start to happen, I saw you tweet, these words, this is not an invasion. Why did you say that that night? Because I think you and I agree that it is now. But what was it then that yeah. you were seeing? Well, I, you know, I admit I was wrong at first, too, because I didn't think that Putin and Russia were going to invade Ukraine. I thought right. they were just trying to bleed some money out of us. And I try to base a lot of my, um, my thoughts on, on logic. And the logical decision is not to invade. Once they invaded, then I was thinking, well, what they're going to try to do, hopefully, is they're going to roll through because they don't have enough troops to occupy. Right. They're going to roll through the country, try to get to Kiev and take the capital down. Um, they're going to tell the Ukrainians that they can uh, keep their flags up. We're going to put a different government in, obviously, some puppets. That's what Putin wanted. Um, and I said, this is not God help us if we see a real invasion. And now that's what's happening. The Russians have always been terrible at logistics. They don't know how to feed their troops. They don't know how to keep uh, gas in the vehicles. They do know how to surround places and beat them. Yeah. And what they're doing right now, they don't care if it's a school, a kindergarten, uh, um, uh, uh, apartment buildings, whatever. They're going to hit it with everything that they can to try to, to pound civilians into submission. So eventually they'll just give up. And, and the Ukrainians, I mean, my heart goes out to them. My hat's off to them. They're fighting it out. They're not surrendering when they had the opportunity to surrender. They're not doing it. Uh, but, but, I mean, we're talking where there's, uh, Vladimir Putin and the Russians say they're going to give them a line to freedom, and then they start gunning them down. Yeah. Uh, I've got friends that are uh, – Dakota Meyer, actually, the guy that I wrote the book with, the Marine, was just there, and he said he's seen atrocities over there. 
that he he's never seen even in, in Afghanistan. The, they don't care. There's collateral damage everywhere in combat. N- not here. They don't care about anything. They will drop anything on anybody. Get the artillery as close as it can and start hammering these towns into submission. That's what they're doing. It is uh, robertjoneal.com. It's Rob O'Neill, the guy who killed bin Laden, former SEAL Team Six member. Get this audio. But a lot of people tell me they love listening to audio books now because we we've got you know we're back in the car and we're commuting again. So go and get this. L- l- let me ask you about the reasoning here. We're being told that, that Putin wants to reform the Soviet Union. I'm not so sure. He already has Belarus. I mean, if he wanted to really start doing that, he would have started saying, well, it's not really Belarus anymore. It's part of us. I mean, there's a puppet government there. He wants a puppet government in Ukraine. Some studies I've seen say that he's afraid that Ukraine turns more Western European, therefore might be entered into NATO. That's what he's afraid of. And then when he speaks about it, he says he's trying to kill the Nazis in, in Ukraine. Rob, do you know why he's doing this? I mean, is there a real reason why he thought he would do this right now? I don't know exactly why he's doing it. I mean, he annexed Crimea uh, of what 2014. He right. went in there and did that. And I, I think that he is concerned about uh, Ukraine joining NATO. One of his stipulations is just promise you won't join, join NATO. But they kind of already said that. There was an agreement between the U.K., the United States, Russia, and Ukraine that they give up their nuclear arsenal. That's the only deterrent they had right. With as long as Russia wouldn't invade. And I think right now with the weakness this administration is showing that he just figured he could roll through and take Ukraine. No one's going to do anything about it. And there's a little backdoor you know, cooking going on between between Russia and China because China wants to watch this and see what they can do with Taiwan. And if Russia can roll through Ukraine, take Kiev and have it with without a fight, then, then China's going to roll through Taiwan, I mean, which they're probably going to do anyway. And they, I don't think they ever wanted to fight. They just wanted to absorb it. Because like I said, they don't have enough there. Like, uh, the best analogy I've come up with is because now Vladimir Putin's asking for help from different countries. Right. We've got the, the big the big Russian bear all of a sudden can't win. Now he's looking for the rats in the corner like the Chechens. And that's just crazy. He's like, he wants the Chechens to come and help him fight because they don't know what they're doing. And it's almost a thing of of morale where you need to you need to humanize people. It's not just a Twitter fight or uh, some arguments on on TV. Yeah. These are real people out there in in sub zero temperatures fighting each other. Morales is nowhere for the Russians. They didn't know why they were there in the first place. A lot of them are just con- conscripts. They run out of gas. They're looting uh, stores. They don't want to be there. The Ukrainians didn't want to fight, but now they want to fight because it, it basically comes down to revenge. What did one person see that guy do? And as there's, there's everything from Ukrainian doctors telling them to castrate Russian soldiers and, uh, you know, and, and everything from just bombing schools. The stuff that Russia is doing right now, if we as Americans had ever done that, we'd all be in prison from our own government. Like, right. it's just... Uh, and, and when I said, um, God help us if we see an actual invasion, we're seeing it now. And this is, I mean, this is hell on earth. We're not seeing everything that's going on and a lot of stuff's being diluted because there is agendas on every single side. I mean, is it a coincidence that uh, as soon as uh, Ukraine's invaded, then they try to whisper that, that, oh, by the way, Hunter Biden's laptop is legit? Isn't that something? And also, we didn't hear about Hillary Clinton, who did all that dastardly stuff right before the the whole Ukraine-Russia thing happened. There's a lot of news that we're not focusing on because we're focusing on this. So that takes me... Dr. Fauci sort of vanished for a while, didn't he? Gone for three weeks. Where the hell is Fauci? Now he comes back, we might have to put masks back on. Yeah, there might be a news scare, so get ready to mask your kids again. Right. So, of course, there's a crisis, and the Democrats always want to take advantage of serious crises. They say that. They literally say take advantage of a serious crisis, get yep. things done that you otherwise couldn't. So what do you think they're trying to get done? And, and I want to get to, uh, actually, before I go there, because you mentioned about the Russian army not doing as well as I think the world thought they would do, and they're not as, as, as big and bad as we all thought that they were. Um, when he goes in, is the only way to really stop Putin, do you think, Rob, is if the people in the army in the ranks rise up against this guy? Because I know that I've heard about two attempts on the life of Zelensky that were thwarted because people in the Russian army said, hey, 
they're going to try to get him here, get him out. So uh, are there fractures in the, in the ranks that you know about where Putin well, I, might be able to be stopped by from within? Well, he's aware of it. He's a KGB intelligence officer. And he's, I mean, he's got, I guarantee he's got food tasters or whatever right. near him because, uh, um, I mean, the, the best way to handle Putin is to have a coup and have him overthrown. The problem is he's really, really powerful. And, uh, you know, like any dictator, he's got his, his tight circles and then medium circles and stuff around him. Um, that would have been a great idea. But then you get guys like Lindsey Graham who are on TV just trying to get behind the camera so they can get ratings right. saying we should assassinate him. It's like, yeah, Senator, we should. But you shouldn't be saying it on Fox News. You need to chill out and talk to the back channels. The best way either other than a coup is for someone to like. The, then there are we have great intelligence people on our side. Hopefully, someone's talking to someone that there's got to be a way to negotiate and save face. China would help out a lot if they could. Turkey's actually doing a lot too, just because it's affecting everybody through the Bosporus Straits in Turkey and the Black Sea right. and all that stuff. But I mean, the, someone's got to save face somewhere. Uh, the promise of not joining NATO or something, but I mean, Vladimir Putin's pretty much all in at this point. He's he's launching hypersonic missiles for reasons they're not even designed. Just to, I don't know if he's trying to prove we have it or we're just out of out of missiles or, or whatever, but there's got to be a way for both sides to save face. But, I mean, Vladimir Putin might have stepped too far. There's there's not really an easy way out for him, but the problem is you get a guy his age that's been doing what he's been doing for so long, and he's all of a sudden quoting Vladimir Lenin and and, and right. uh, uh, Nikita Khrushchev, Joseph Stalin, and he wants to, his all he cares about is his legacy. What if he's the, the first dictator to actually end the world? Yeah, well, I mean, it would be the only dictator to end Scare. the world for sure. RobertJO'Neal.com. RobertJO'Neal.com. O'Neal has two L's at the end. Make sure you two go L's. to his website and go grab his books, grab his gear. Uh, show off that shirt. It says something. It says, what does it say? Yeah, it's very simple. Keep it simple. It says front toward enemy. And that is what it says on a Claymore mine. Um, it's a directional mine. One end shoots the stuff front toward enemy. And on the back of the shirt and the back of the mine, it says back. Nice. So, it's not necessarily a T-shirt. It's just it's directions on how to properly wear a T-shirt. And also, just in life, you got a problem, face the enemy, front toward enemy. Very, very wise. All right, uh, Rob, let me ask you about Ukraine. We all of a sudden have forgotten about the corruption in Ukraine. We've forgotten about the Biden family ties in Ukraine. We've forgotten about the investigations into Hunter Biden, Burisma. Um, this guy Zelensky is somehow connected to all of that. And nobody's talking about it. We're raising millions of dollars yeah. to, to help him out because we love the Ukrainian people and don't think that they should be you know, under attack. But having oh. said that, who is this guy Zelensky? and how corrupt is Ukraine? Well, I mean, for, it's almost sad to hear the mainstream media say, well, they're attacking a, de a democratic state like Ukraine. It was never a democracy. It's a, it's right. a dictatorship. I mean, look at a guy that now he, just, he silences um, 11 different opposing parties. I mean, granted, they're, they're, you know, it's marshaled a lot of time in war, but he's silenced uh, his, you know, his, his opposition. And you know, I, I, you know, he's got a he's got a yacht in Miami. You don't get that being a public servant, unless right. like you're Nancy Pelosi or something like that. Right. But but I mean, it's a, the, the, Ukraine. If you would have asked me this summer, what's the most corrupt country in Europe? It was Ukraine, easily. And why, uh, why, know, why are we why are we calling it a democracy? Why are they getting away with that? And you're right. You he had a four a four, a four million dollar villa in Italy, uh, allegedly thirty five million dollar mansion in Miami. I mean, this guy. Oh, the mansion, not the. I mean, it, 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 no, no, I, but I think there's a yacht too. So, Probably. so I mean, this guy he wasn't the t-shirt wearing. I'm going to put on my tactical gear and go fight the Russians guy. He was kind of an oligarch, but now everybody. I mean, if you watch Twitter, Rob, you you've seen this. Hey, husbands, don't worry about it. All of your wives now kind of love Zelensky. I mean, what what are you talking about? We have, we have made this guy a deity when we should be worried about the people. So what do we know about him as he shuts down opposition parties in that, in that country? He's basically saying, I'll compare it this way. Tell me if you think I'm right. We're on stage with 16 candidates for, for president, and one Democrat walks forward and says, I'm just going to eliminate the rest of these 15. You have to vote for me. That's pretty much what he just did, right? 
Yeah, that's exactly what he did. And again, I I'm, I totally have his back on this. If he's helping the people fight and he's rising up, helping morale. And I mean, the fight's horrible. And I, the, right. I've been in Ukraine. I've trained with the Ukrainian Spetsnaz. I, I mean, and also having said that, though, I've seen the corruption. And I mean, being in a place like that, an Eastern Bloc country, and you got a corrupt government on your side taking care of you, it's not a bad gig. Um, but it, I mean, he's, he, it's not like he's this it, this this great democratic leader. It's not the case at all. Right. I, I hope he wins the fight. I love the Klitschko brothers, man. They're just awesome too. They're Amazing. great dudes. And 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 the Ukrainian people were incredible. Um, some of the best training, some of the hardest dudes I've worked with, and I, and I really am on their team on this. But you gotta, you know, don't just believe everything that you hear. Like these people that are saying. Uh, uh, making it a left or right thing. You're either with us or against us. I guarantee the the morons that name their brand new son Zelensky, that kid will have a five-year-old sister named Khaleesi because they named him <laughs> after freaking Lord of the Rings. They or whatever, no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, what was that thing? I forgot the damn. I, 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 don't even, I don't even know. I, I haven't watched Lord of the Rings, so I couldn't. It's I not couldn't Lord of the Rings. It was the famous uh, the Game of Thrones. Sorry. The Game of Thrones. I, okay, I, I gotcha. Liner, I came up for this show, and I just screwed it up. <laughs> it, was, it was very good, though. It's uh, Rob O'Neill, robertjoneal.com. I don't watch those shows, so you could have gotten away with it. Now I wouldn't have right. even known. Um, uh, it, for me, what you said earlier about uh, yes, you want to take out Putin, just don't talk about it on Fox. Uh, same thing about the MIGs. Just take him from Poland into Ukraine. Don't tell anybody. I had Ron Johnson on, Senator from Wisconsin, the other day. He said, why are we telling the world that Zelensky wants the MiGs? Just give them to the fighter pilots that know how to run what? them and let them defend themselves. Why, Rob, why do you think we're telling everybody we're telegraphing every move? Because there's leaks everywhere. There's too many people with security clearances. And nowadays, with, with social media, the 24-hour news cycle, you don't need to be right. You just need to be first. Yeah. So everybody's looking for ratings. That's why so many. I mean, I heard a senator from Mississippi before the invasion even started when I asked him, what's uh, what should the response is? What kind of response do you have if Russia invades? He goes, well, we have the nuclear option. It's like, what? Wow. On what planet do you start off with? Well, we have the nuclear option. Right. It, it's like living in a fantasy world. What should we have done? Uh, I know that, listen, Biden should have put all these sanctions on before they ever rolled in. Maybe that would have affected something, maybe not. But, but, but less than that, it's not a NATO country. It's right next to a bunch of NATO countries. They're killing people indiscriminately, and the world is standing by and watching. What should we have done? What can we do other than just arming them? We, I don't want to send any boots on the ground. That'd be dumb. But we've, but we've got the best air support uh, out of anybody on, on the planet. Couldn't NATO at least say, listen, we're going to fly around. You get even close to anybody who's a NATO country, you're done. Or, I mean, there's got to be, Rob, there's got to be something. We can't just stand by because as we've been talking, maybe hundreds of more Ukrainians died just because they can. Probably. Well, I don't want to, I mean, I, I don't want to, even the threat of a nuclear war and right. Vladimir Putin has those. But I mean, the realistic thing, what I would have done is I never would have shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. I yes. want to keep uh, independence on energy. I'm not buying anything from Russia like that. Um and, uh, you know, we've got to keep expanding as far as everything. The, 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 the main reason is this is for everything from the from the the, the inflation to the rising gas prices is because uh, we're going to die from uh, global uh, climate change restrictions long before we die of climate change. Agreed. I mean, I mean, even look, look at, the, you know, just buy an electric car. Look at the big diesel generator that's powering those little stations that you got to back into. It's ridiculous. A you know? AOC doesn't know how they do that. They just, they're just. AOC doesn't know how to do a lot of things. <laughs> they're just clean energy power stations, Rob. You should know that. RobertJO'Neal.com. No, it doesn't. It's idiotic. RobertJO'Neal.com. Um, in your heart of hearts, how does this end? I know earlier you said that you've got to figure out a way for Putin to save face and get the hell out of there. He never should have rolled in. And it certainly no. wasn't about Eastern Ukraine that he said was traditionally Russia. He went right to Kiev, which is not Eastern Ukraine. So um, how does this end? We, we can't just sit by as the world community and watch tens of thousands, maybe more, Ukrainians just be slaughtered. 
I, I would hope like the EU needs to intervene, intervene and then uh, China needs to be a part of it. And Ch- I mean, China, you know, a good thing about China is they're really good at keeping secrets. So hopefully there's some back channels there with China because China doesn't want any part of this too. Russia sucks right now. No one likes Russia. Um, and so, Ch- you know, China did give them a, a little agreement there. So hopefully there's some Chinese dudes up there that are saying, look, this needs to stop. If, if an agreement can be made with, I mean, it, it sucks that they, you know, they give them Crimea, uh, whatever. They, I mean, they, they, if they if they take the entire state of Ukraine, the entire country of Ukraine, it's not going to stop there. And then and then uh, the good news is the Estonians, the Lithuanians, and the Latvians they're ready to fight. We, we can, we're going to back NATO no matter what. And the Russians have proven if they can't win this fight with just our javelins and our stingers, NATO would would destroy Russia. And that's the issue because we don't want it to go nuclear. But I mean, again, I don't want to predict anything. I was wrong on the invasion. I I don't want to say something's not going to happen because I mean, seriously, if I'm wrong with worst case scenario, it's life as we know it's different. Robert, I literally have about 20 seconds. Um, I get the feeling that China, at least morally, was showing friendship to Russia. Are, are you saying in the back channels, they're saying, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, they're, they're concerned because it was supposed to be, we finish the Olympics, you absorb part of Ukraine, we're going to absorb Taiwan, and it's just we're going to be growing our empire um, that way. And now it's like, okay, you failed, we need to save some face here because chi- uh, China is thinking that Russia should be embarrassed and they're right. You know, it's amazing information. Rob, come on often because I think oh, that yeah, what, what, what we're being fed by the media is just not completely true. And I don't want a narrative. I want really what's going on. And, yeah. and you, uh, above all people, know. Go to robertjoneal.com, get all the gear, Thank get you. the books, get the shirts, get the wardrobe. Rob, thanks a million, man. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Anytime. We've got to do this again soon. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Really appreciate Rob coming on. Great guy. Great American, patriot, took out Bin Laden. Want to check out that entire interview? Check it out on Rumble after the program tonight. Make sure you do that. It seems like Congress is always dealing with the debt ceiling, right? Let's raise the debt ceiling. We're going to run out of money. You're going to have to shut down government. All they have to do is you know, sign a couple of things here. Somebody does this thing over there. Continuing resolution. They've got more money. We can't do that personally, right? So if you're buried in bills, trying to keep up these credit cards, signature loans, all these other issues that you're dealing with when it comes to money, if you just can't get out from underneath it, get a hold of Total Financial Freedom right now. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial is going to help you out. They've been doing this right for over 15 years now, doing the job for a lot of people like you. Resolve those debts, cut payments in half. Don't believe me? Just give them a call. 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Mention my name. Get the free book called Debt Dietitian. You've got to mention my name when you call that number. You get that free book. You can appreciate their team. They're like-minded people with an A-plus rating with the Better, uh, the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints. Call Total Financial right now at 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. One more time. 800-833-9444. Make that call right now. Much more to come your way. Next hour, we're going to have a guy on who knows a lot, a lot about nuclear energy. I don't know anything about nuclear I found out a lot about nuclear energy from him. And he asked us a simple question. Why are we not using it more? Keep it here. Much more to come on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.